We have reached number one on my list of my top six favorite movies. Coming in at number one, the 1981 action-adventure film starring Tom Selleck. Sorry, it Harrison Ford. And the movie is, in case you haven't figured it out by now. Da -da -da -da. Indiana Smith. Da -da -da -da. Which is almost the original name. Yes. Indiana George Lucas's original pitch to Steven Spielberg was, hey, I've got an idea. It's kind of like James Bond. Indiana Smith, what do you think? Spielberg said, ah, I don't like I that I like name. Indiana. So we'll name, they named it Indiana Jones. And Indiana came from, anybody? Anybody? Bueller? The state of Indiana. No. A guitar brand. No. Indiana was the name of George Lucas's dog. Dog. Really? Yes. He had a big Alaskan Malamute and he named it Indiana. And they actually make that reference in The Last Crusade where he says, I was you named, named after dog, Indiana. Yep. So that's where that came from. And they, they had done that actually a couple times throughout the first movies. Willie Scott. Willie was named after one of the production assistants' dogs. Name was Willie. Short Round. I believe that was Spielberg's dog. It's named Short Round. But no, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is is the one that we are going to be talking about today. It's the first one, and this is the adventures of archaeologist Indiana Jones trotting around the globe looking for artifacts and rare antiquities, and he is trying to locate the Ark of the Covenant before the Nazis can get their hands on it. So we follow Indiana down to Tanis in Egypt. And he locates the Ark, and lots of cool stuff happens. So, <laughs> it's a weird movie to pick because there's not a lot of spirituality in this movie. Not at oh, all. Yeah, there is. What I about mean, the Ark? I mean, hardly any religion talk. <laughs> no, they don't talk. They don't um, speak of no, God yeah. or anything. Yeah, just, in no, yes, not at that, all. That was. <laughs> Do you guys know what the Ark is? Yes, it's the, uh, the arc. Big that thing that holds souls that melt your face off. I've seen the movie. No, no, that's what the movie says. But like biblically, what do you what do you think the arc? Well, is they Dino? explained it in the movie as it was the ark that was brought down from Mount Harib that contained the Ten Commandments. The as Harris as uh, Indy says, the actual Ten Commandments that Moses brought down and smashed. If you believe in that sort of thing, didn't you ever go to Sunday school? Also, the Ark itself is supposed to be a throne. Really? Yeah. So the thought was that when it was in the temple and they burned incense, like the priests would go in there and burn incense and it would make this cloud over it. The thought was that like, I think the Ark was supposed to be like God's footstool. They thought like he would appear as a man because people don't realize this, but in the Old Testament, like God was appearing as an angel called the angel of the Lord. That's actually supposed to be like God himself. So like Jesus gets linked to this angel by the New Testament author. So they're basically saying God's appearing as Jesus in the Old Testament, but it's an angel, not an actual human. So when, when they, they thought God appeared above this, this ark in the form of a man, and the ark would be his footstool. So that is actually what 
they're carrying around in the or they're, they're looking for in the movie. But see, yeah. they don't actually realize the, the fact that's wrong in the movies. They, they think that if you open it, like, I don't know if they think God's dwelling in the ark because that was a common misconception. He actually would like dwell above the ark and the ark mm. would be like his throne or footstool. Yeah, they take in, in the Indiana Jones franchise, they always take, I mean, they usually take a real life object, you know, their MacGuffin, but they always kind of twist Tweaky. what the actual thing is. So, yes, the Ark of the Covenant was a real thing, but in this one, uh, you know, they talk about the Ark is able to level mountains and it's able to, you know, whoever has the Ark can basically is unstoppable. It gives them that much power. And that's why Hitler is wanting this arc so bad because it would give him the power to take over the world. Now that's their take on it, you know, just, yeah. Well, that, that is how like some other nations would have seen the arc because mm -hmm. like, like whoever had the arc, like that is that or well, it's not whoever had it, but th the fact that Israel had it, like God was supposed to be fighting for them. But if like some other pagan nation took it, that didn't necessarily mean God would be fighting for them because they don't serve God. So if they just looked at the Ark as a weapon, it, it wasn't that. It was like yeah. God was the weapon almost, you know? Yeah. Well, they had mentioned in the movie, Rene Belloc is the French archaeologist that's Indy's rival in this one. And he was explaining to Indiana that, you know, the, the Ark is a radio to speaking to God. This is what this will do. And that's why he wanted it so much. And he wanted to get stuff out of it before, you know, he could give it to the, Nazis, to the Nazis. But so, yeah. So, I mean, this, this movie ranks so high for me is because, I mean, I literally could watch this movie every single day and just not get tired of it. There is so much going on every 15 minutes. It's just, there's something, you know, it starts off. He's in the jungles of South America and he gets chased by a boulder and real quickly after that, he's in Nepal and he's in a bar fight and the thing is blowing up around him. And now he's in Cairo getting chased through the streets. And I mean, it's just nonstop action throughout this whole movie. And just, I, I even love like the villains in this major tote. He's the, the guy that wears the glasses, gets his hand burnt. That guy's scary. One of, he's one of the creepiest villains ever. <laughs> He's so creepy. So Ronald Lacey plays him and he shaved it. There's a scene where he takes his hat off and he wipes his forehead and he's got hair except for up here. He's like bald on the top, but you can see that he clearly shaved his head and it, he did it on purpose to give him that creepy look. <laughs> it's so weird. Rene Belloc, who's the French archeologist, is an interesting villain because he's not a he, he's not a Nazi. He's actually after the Ark for, in a way, research. You know, he doesn't care about what the Nazis plan. He wants it to do his own research for it. So, it's like, is, is Rene Belloc really a bad guy? Is he really an enemy? He you, you don't really know where he fits in. Um, so I think that makes him really intriguing. But uh, yeah, he did try to kill Indy at the beginning. Uh, he actually, I don't. Well, that's when Indy took off running. Yeah, he's like, go kill him. That, by the way, means go get him in Havitos. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but 
I, I just this movie is just so much fun to watch. I mean, it's got John Williams did the music, of course. Um, and I mean, there, it doesn't get any better when it comes to film scores than John Williams. Uh, Star Wars, Jaws, Close Encounters, Jurassic Park, Superman, E.T., the Olympics for crying out loud. He didn't do Rocky. Did not do Rocky, but the music, the action, and and Indiana Jones is like hands down my favorite movie character of all time. And the reason I love this guy so much is he is, I mean, he's an archaeology professor. He's kind of an everyday guy. He's like a superhero, doesn't have superhero powers, and he's always getting in over his head. And I love the fact that they show that that human side to him, that he seems like in every fight he's overmatched. He's always in a position where it just doesn't look good, and he's got to figure out a way to get out of it. You know, he's got to fight the big German mechanic and he's getting his butt kicked until the German goes into the propeller of the plane. <laughs> he, he's able to get around at the beginning to get that idol. And he's like, ah, just put this bag of sand on it. It'll be fine. And of course, the whole place collapses on him. He gets chased by a boulder and he still loses the relic that he was after. Everything's just too much for him. But I love that. I love the fact that he can get hurt. I love the fact that he has that human side to him. It just, you know, it's someone like you can almost relate to. If I could be anybody, I'd be Indiana Jones because he's just, seems like it'd just be so cool to do the things that he does. And because of him, I took a big interest in archaeology, you know, learning about history and learning. I, I, I studied history in college and took some archaeology classes, and that's 100% because of Indiana Jones. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That movie changed oh. your life, man. It, I mean, it did. And and all all the movies are good. Crystal Skulls is probably my <laughs> least favorite one. There's some cringy moments in it. Uh, Dial of Destiny favorite. just came out. And I've seen it twice. And I loved it. I love Dial of Destiny. I thought it was such a great way to say goodbye to an old friend. That's how I felt about that. But when people think of Indiana Jones mostly, they think of Raiders, Temple of Doom, which is really dark. And Last Crusade, right. which again, Last Crusade is a little bit more like Raiders, you know, and it's got Sean Connery who plays his dad. But some of the some of the scenes in Raiders are just top notch. My my favorite one in this is the whole like twenty minute truck chase. They load the Ark onto this truck. He's got to go get it, and he's chasing it on a horse. He gets on the truck. He fights the guy off. He's driving the truck. All these soldiers are trying to get to him. And he's knocking them off by driving into the trees. Another guy comes in, shoots him, throws him out the front of the truck. Now he's on the front of it. He goes under it, gets dragged behind it, comes back up, kicks this guy, and then throws him out. And it basically does the same thing. This is a 20-minute sequence, and it's just amazing. And, and, and what's even really incredible is Harrison Ford is the guy being drugged behind the truck. Like, he would do his own stunts in this. So it's just an incredible film. And I, the first one that I was introduced to was Temple of Doom. So that's how I discovered Indiana Jones. And then I ended up getting Raiders on VHS and watching it for the first time and just was absolutely blown away by it. So uh, the character of Marion was a f great. No kidder. Yeah, she was very good in this role. So, yeah. And I'm obviously you guys, what do you guys, uh, let's get some comments. What do you guys think? Boy, I, I loved this movie, too. And if I'm picking the best Indiana Jones movie, it is a toss-up between one and three. I feel like I'm going to have to watch Last Crusade again to decide. 
But the end of this movie, I was so fascinated but horrified as a kid of seeing, you know, the, the face melting scene. I guess yeah. that's like a wax. <laughs> they did that with wax and melted it. It's and, all like the, kind of claymation-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And, Stop and motion. The, the ghost that comes out. I don't know what that is. I mentioned earlier that, you know, the movie takes its own take on the arc. Like, I don't care if it, that's not a critique of mine. I think what they did, the way they changed what the arc is really benefits the movie. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, somebody who, I I grew up with a church background, so it was cool to see them like going after some biblical artifact and making a mystery about it. Like it, it, it made it dangerous and scary and cool and you're kind of in awe all at the same time so i i loved it and yeah that end scene that is awesome i I would watch that 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 was my benchmark for indiana jones like climaxes right yeah and that is the reason i was so disappointed i think with the kingdom of the crystal skull because i would rather watch the end of this movie raiders then watch that CGI alien scene at the end of, you know, it's a it's a newer movie. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull ought to have at least as good of a climax. But like, go back to using claymation or something, you know, make <laughs> make that worthy of this series. And it yeah. just wasn't there. But right. this film had the series had such a great start. It did, and I love the fact that everything was mostly practical effects when it came to this. It looked like a real place. No, I mean, and you could, it looked like you could touch it. It looked like you were there and it gives it that real feeling. And that's, I I agree with you hundred percent on crystal skull. It was too CG'd. It was too clean and it didn't have that greediness. But yeah, when I think of Indiana Jones, man, I'm thinking of he's in some exotic location that looks real and tangible. Like you could touch it and and see it there. And I, Mm -hmm. it really set that atmosphere up with this movie with every, I don't know. It's, it's just George Luke or Lucas is the producer, restoration writer. Steven Spielberg is the director and Spielberg has a knack for camera angles and shots and setting up the lighting the right way. And he just nailed it with this movie. You just get that atmosphere and it just kind of like sucks you right into it. I do need to make a correction. Uh, you were talking about Marion. I mentioned Mario Kidder got my names wrong it is karen allen karen allen Margo kidder was lois lane yes my apologies for that hopefully no one turned off before i was able to change that <laughs> but yeah yeah great another good movie um i have to say indiana jones hasn't always been my favorite i've watched the first three plenty of times i watched the fourth one once haven't seen the newest one yet i do enjoy them i do enjoy them so you know and i know you really love them We've talked about actually Indiana Jones so much. I thought this was one of your older ones. Like we've covered it already. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here. You, you left to go change, and we're like, "What's what is?" Now I was thinking, did Die Hard get nominated for Academy <laughs> Award? What? Yeah, Die Hard. Yeah, because I seriously, since we've been be? talking about the newest one so much lately, I really thought we've already done this. So, uh, but no, I totally get that. Uh, a lot of spiritual themes throughout, or a lot of. I don't know as much themes, but references, obviously yeah. it's very, but yeah. you guys talked about it a lot, very biblical and uh, yeah, it is cool to, uh, you get a lot of great 
heroes that are strong and are fast and can fly and but at the same point with the uh, indie you know it's kind of cool that you know you get the intelligence as well yeah you know it's not all just kicking butt it's also let me think let me try this let me and you know as they move into the movies you know it's even more problem solvings and stuff like that so yeah um that was pretty cool yeah he actually he says at one point when they're trying to he's telling sala you know, hey, go do this. Go back to Omar's. Meet me there. I'm going after that truck. And he says, how? And Indy's like, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. Like, he has no plan. But he's just trying to, like, think so quickly on how am I going to get out of a situation that I'm in. And I just, I love that about this character. He also has one of my all-time favorite, favorite movie lines ever. He's uh, seen her on the ship. Marion had just probably taken a shower or bath. She's looking at this mirror on one side, and it's all foggy. Indy's on the other side, like checking out his chin because he just got drugged by a truck and he's all in pain. And Marion wipes the mirror and then just takes it and spins it. And you can see Indy's head on the other side of the mirror just go boom like that. And it shows a shot of the ship and you just hear him screaming. <laughs> so when it comes back, she's like, did you say something? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just, I just want to go to bed. So he gets up and he's laying down. And she says, you know, we're just like, you know, not as young as we were or something like that. And his quote to her is, it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. And I think I have used that every year when somebody says happy birthday to me. I can't believe you're, how does it feel to be this age? Well, it's not the years, it's the mileage. And I just think that's such a great, great line to think about when you're talking about an age. Yeah, It's true for football players. Yeah, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Uh, that's yeah that's true for anybody yeah so yeah cool. indy uh good choice thank you yeah i uh I, I i love indiana jones uh and to think that this movie was almost starring tom Selleck. wouldn't have been the same i would not have tom Selleck. wouldn't it have though been maybe well that's it, the thing you it, can't you can't i mean it's impossible to imagine anyone else but right. tom Selleck was a cool dude tom Selleck <laughs> is a really good actor and i mean he he auditioned. They did a screen test with him and actually Sean Young. And, and then they brought in Karen Allen. And it's out there. You can actually see the screen test with Tom Selleck. He's got the jacket and he's wearing the fedora. and He's got his mustache. That's what the kind of the weird part is. But he, uh, they do the screen test and he was actually going to be uh, indie. But he had also just signed a contract to do Magnum P.I. And... CBS wouldn't let him out of his contract to go film because you, you have to do this TV show. So you can't go to Africa and shoot this. So he had to back out. Spielberg kept telling George Lucas, let's get Harrison to do this. And Lucas is like, well, I've already used him in like three of my movies. I don't want him to be my Robert De Niro. You know, I don't want to be like the Scorsese De Niro thing. But they end up getting Harrison Ford and the rest is history. And the, the weird thing is there was a writer strike in 19... 80 when they were getting ready to film Raiders. So it turned out that Tom Selleck actually could have filmed Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> he would have been available because of the writer strike. Somebody's going to make it with AI. He probably yeah. wouldn't have been available for the sequel though. No. That's the only problem. So he, uh, yeah, he went on and had great success with Magnum PI and there's actually an episode of Magnum PI. I think it's in the seventh season. It's called Raiders of the Lost Art. And it's a spoof of Indiana Jones. Wow. They are on a 
treasure hunt trying to find this art. And occasionally one of the characters will let it slip. They'll call it an arc. And they all have to remind him, art, not arc, art. And he's in full Indiana Jones gear. He's got the fedora, the shirt, the whip, the jacket. He looks like this is – so if you ever want to picture what Tom Selleck would have been like as Indiana Jones, just watch that episode and you get a pretty good idea. They actually, I think in that, they say it's something like he makes a comment about being like this adventure thing and Higgins, the you know the guy on the show, says you already had you, – you had your shot. <laughs> like you, you had a chance to do this and you, you didn't do it. So it's a pretty good episode though. But um, And they make reference to that in – Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Do they? Yeah, you ever look at the way they look? Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, Dale One of them is wearing a fedora and a leather coat. The other guy's wearing a uh, flowered Hawaiian shirt. up shirt. You're right. So he's, one's dressed like Magnum, the other's dressed like Indy. Wow. I never really realized that. Well, this movie has actually like influenced a lot of other adventure films and, and, and i mean it, and raiders in itself is actually had taken inspiration from movies that had come before it you know there's a an old humphrey bogart film from the 40s or 50s and the guy's got the fedora and the jacket and you'll see a lot of movies back then where this was the attire of the adventurer so they had to they kind of base it off that but then in itself indian jones inspired a lot of other kind of quickly knock, down under knockoffs I bet you Uncharted Tom, Tom, Tom. and Tomb Raider both wouldn't exist without Indiana Jones. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, yeah, like National Treasure has kind of those oh, yeah. Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, I mean, there's another movie in the mid-80s, King Solomon's Mind, it had Sharon Stone and Richard Chamberlain, and it is a direct spoof of Indiana Jones, and it's so campy that it's i mean it's just absurd but he's got the fedora and he's wearing the whole outfit and john race davies who plays Sala in indiana jones is actually the bad guy in this movie so it's like wow <laughs> it's really rough i don't know why he did that but yeah so raiders of the lost ark is my number one movie that if i was stuck on an island and i could only watch one for the rest of my life it would be this good call one trivia question before we go if you know the answer to this in Dial of Destiny, Indy says he's been shot nine times. Were all of those nine times on screen? He'll know. Pointing at Drew. No. That is, a lot, that is a lot of times to get shot on screen. And I can over think the course of, of five off, movies. Yeah, at the top of my head, I can think of twice. Man, why well, I. I I was thinking how cool it would yeah, there's be. There's no way you would miss seven. Yeah. He got right, I got one more trivia question. He got question. shot in Raiders in okay. the Arm. He got shot in Dial of Destiny at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's the only two I can think of. One more trivia question. How did they close the arc when everyone else died because they were tied up? The lid just landed right back on top of the arc. Huh? The lid? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? It just came yeah. down and landed on top of the arc. Did it, did it at the end of it? They, yeah, it yeah. shot up, okay. and then it came so, down and landed. Okay, so they and just it, didn't tie him up that well. They did tie him up. The spirits that were flying around, destroying everybody who was watching it, died, except for Marion and Indy. They had their eyes shut. They weren't looking at it, and it right. freed oh. their ropes, and it freed their hands. Oh, so I let them go? And I let them the go. spirits did? Yep. Okay. It basically freed them. It's been a while since I've seen. So it's almost like they were being rewarded for 
not looking not i mean for not yeah they didn't look at it he knew enough to not don't look at this and they didn't and they were freed it so, singed the ropes so they were free yeah i just i just had an epiphany about this movie this is actually based on the concept i think of you you can't actually see god and live that's an idea from the old testament there there are some verses that appear to say like moses saw god face to face but Apparently, there's some clues there to say that's a metaphor. The, the whole idea is like you can't see God unfiltered. Like you can't see his fullness. So if you see him in the Old Testament, it had to be in a filtered form, like as a man, like he appears mm-hmm. as Jesus in the Old Testament. Alanis Morissette. The angel, the, the God, uh, the angel of the Lord. Alanis Morissette, what? <laughs> Dogma. Kevin Smith movie. Oh. So, well, the idea, you can't, you can't look at God and live. So I think because that those ghosts came out of the ark, that's probably related to that concept. They, they probably got that. Makes sense. So if Indiana Jones is an archaeologist, knows his biblical history, then that's how he's going to know to close his eyes. Yeah. So that's actually really cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, they did the research on that. They they When they were picking their MacGuffins, they had to pick something that was of... You know, real world, but what can we do a spin on? And they had to do that research into it. So, you know, just like they did with the Holy Grail, the the Shankara stones are an actual thing. A crystal skull is an actual thing. You got that with got, vodka in it. You did. He's got one. Somehow Dan Aykroyd is able to. He had a crystal skull and he put vodka in it. So that's it. I think I could leave you with one more little bit of trivia and then we can wrap this up. So in this movie, Harrison Ford improvised another scene. He was supposed to have this big fight with the swordsman in the streets of Cairo. And this swordsman, he's flipping his sword around. And Harrison Ford was supposed to use his whip, whip the guy around a couple times, get into a fist fight and all that stuff. Well, Harrison Ford was sick this day, uh, was fighting some stomach bug. Yeah, dysentery, right? Yeah, dysentery. Yes, hmm. and I got that in Oregon Trail once. So he's out there, you know, obviously not feeling real well. We're in uh, Tunisia, so it's like 175 degrees outside in the desert. <laughs> so you try doing these action stunts with dysentery. So they finally had a take where Swordsman's doing his thing, and he's supposed to fight him, and Harrison just pulls out his gun and <laughs> fires the gun. Guy drops. And they thought, you know what? That works better than what we actually had planned. I love that part. So they used it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was 100% Harrison Ford's idea. He's like, I can't I can't do this fight. How about if I just shoot the guy? <laughs> I just pull out my gun and shoot him. And they're like, yeah, let's try it. And they're like, that's brilliant. It's like, it is. It's brilliant. That is so, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, again, just you know, letting him do his thing and... I, I can't picture anybody else ever playing this role. That's it. That's awesome. my number one movie of all time. Well, thank you, Drew. For, so with the completion of this episode, all three of us have finished our top six favorite movies on YouTube. So if you want to see the rest, you can go to our YouTube channel and look for our top six lists. That's 18 movies, 18 little podcasts that you can go through. If you liked this episode, Hit the like and subscribe button and turn on notifications. And hey, tell us what your favorite Indiana Jones movie is in the comments. Is it Raiders? Is it 
uh, hmm, God forbid it be the crystal skull, but whatever it is, tell us what it is. And if, uh, yeah, tell us what it is and why it's your favorite. So we will see you guys next time.